When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Each year, approximately 5,000 children are diagnosed with brain cancer. Of those children, nearly 30% will not survive, and many of those that do are left with debilitating side effects for life. We're asking you to help by tuning in to the 10th Annual Team Jack Foundation Radiothon presented by the Home Agency on September 29th. Become a champion for a cure for just $20 a month. Visit teamjackfoundation.org to learn more. Thank you for helping us fight for a cure. Welcome to Hale Varsity Radio, the voice of Husker Nation. Insight, opinion, expertise, with the biggest and best names talking Nebraska across the state. Join the show on Twitter at Hale Varsity and at Schmitz underscore radio. Call in at 402-466-ESPN or 1-800-825-5865. Here's Chris Schmitz. Back into it, it's Hour 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. Let's find out more about Nebraska's new head football coach, Matt Rule, and uh, pleased to be joined by Hall of Fame coach, uh, the NFL, Dick Vermeil, a Super Bowl champ with the Rams, a Super Bowl appearance with Philly, and uh, a great run in Kansas City. Coach Vermeil, a uh, pleasure to speak with you again. How's your day? I'm doing fine, thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about Matt Rule. I'm a big fan of his. Well, Coach, uh, let's let's start with uh, when you first met Coach Rule and, and your guys' coaching relationship. When did that start? I met him when he was the head coach at Temple, and I used to go to one or two practices a year because a very personal friend of mine was on the board at Temple University, and we would go watch him practice. And uh, I was always impressed with the job that he was doing coaching. And then when he goes on to Baylor and did what he did there, it, it impressed me even more. Coach, I, I think I read somewhere, maybe with The Athletic, that early in his time at Temple, you had reached out to, to Coach Rule and given him some advice after a tough start to his tenure there. Well, I probably did. You know, I, I live here in the Philadelphia area, and I respect the school. I have friends on the board there, and uh, I'd like them to be successful. It would be great for the school. And when that got him going, it proved how successful and what kind of a contribution a good football program could make to the school. You know, they beat Penn State. They almost beat Notre Dame, and the school was on fire. So uh, Matt did a beautiful job. Really fast, Coach, can you speak on just how difficult it is to go win at a place like Temple? You've heard that a lot from people around the country that what was really impressive about Matt Rule is not how quickly he built Temple, but the fact that it was Temple. Can you speak on that for a second, just what kind of job it is to go rebuild a school like Temple? Well, first off, it's a great university academically. Mm -hmm. the, the problems are they don't have the same facilities of most of the schools they compete against, and that negatively influences young kids making the decision where they're going to go to school. So they have to do an extra, extra fine job of recruiting, selling the football program and the academics, and not so much the facilities. 
and back it with performance on the practice field, providing great structure and discipline and tempo. And Matt Rule did all of that when he was here at Temple because I watched him do it. Tell me a little bit about Coach Rule's coaching style. Dick Vermeil is with us. What stands out? You've seen a lot of coaches. You've competed and coached against some of the greats. And, and how does his style and his methodology and philosophy, how has he been able to, to, to turn that into winning? I mean, his, his personality. Tell me what makes him such a high-level guy, aside from the wins that, that's been proven in his past stops. Well, I thought he always had great structure, a deep philosophy of how to coach, communicate, teach, how to hire, how to lead. And uh, I think there was always a little air of toughness about him. I think, you know, in office, obviously I think he inherited a few great qualities from Bill Parcells the time he spent with him. And uh, those kinds of things. Uh, I was just impressed with his overall leadership combined with all the other aspects it takes to be a head football coach, and especially at Temple. And then when he went on to Baylor and did what he did there, I said, you know, I'm right about this guy. He can coach. <laughs> you, you look at, at some of those traits and, and toughness is something he preached at Temple. He preached it at Baylor, and he preached it at the opening press conference. And tell me about his fit with Nebraska, you know the Nebraska program pretty well from covering it with uh, ABC, make, yeah, with ABC and, and CBS. Well, you know Nebraska's a great school, a great athletic program with great facilities and great leadership on campus. And I, you know, I I really felt your last head coach that they just fired was going to be extremely successful there. I really did because I really enjoyed watching his. Florida team play, and, and you know, the one year they were the only undefeated team in college football or, or big-time football, and, uh, you know, and it didn't work out. And, and sometimes things just don't go as well as you'd like them to go, and sometimes it's not coaches' fault. You know, and, and Nebraska's changed over the years. You know, I can remember going there uh, and, and watch practices. They, they had so many kids on the field, all the, uh, the walk-on kids and a lot of them ended up being good football players. Now there's limitations to those kinds of things. And there's also more football programs today with unbelievable facilities and emphasis on winning than in the old days. You know, uh, there are so many schools that make it tougher for you to be as good as you used to be because the environment's changed. And, uh, so it, I think it's a tougher job today than it used to be. And, of course, we all know why it was so successful with the coach there. And then, uh, gosh darn it, uh, I think Matt will have a challenge. But, uh, as I said, I think he'll get it done. And, of course, I thought the, the young coach that they left there, I remember broadcasting game when he was playing quarterback in Nebraska. So, uh, you know, it's it's not as – let's say, easy as it used to be. That's all. It's a little tougher. And the evaluation process is a lot tougher. Well, Coach, you mentioned Scott Frost, and one of the things that that people kept on coming back to, at least around the state, was the fact that it never quite seemed like his scheme matched up with what the rest of the Big Ten wanted to do and how you really win in the Big Ten. So I want to get your take on Matt Rule and his scheme and 
and, and just how that adjusts to the Big Ten. Do you think there is something to that, the fact that you have to play football a little bit differently in the Big Ten Conference? Well, you know, never having coached in the Big Ten, having coached college ball against the Big Ten, there was always a little difference between Big Ten football uh, than, uh, say, the West Coast football where I was. You know, the passing game was a bit more of an emphasis in college football on the West Coast than it was in the Big Ten at that time. And, you know, the Big Ten conference is tough. It's it just a tough, and you've got to be – good every weekend and uh, you know sometimes you're as good as a team that you're playing but you lost two players due to injury and don't have anybody to replace them this week so you're not as good a football team it still takes good football players to win yes they have to be coached and coached to the standard of the rest of the schools coached in the big 10 but some schools like ohio state you know and michigan they're going to have more players game in and game out than most of their opponents in the Big Ten, you know, and that's just how it's going to be. So you can't be just as good a football coach. you got to find a way to be better, and that's difficult. A few minutes here, Dick Vermeil with us here on Hale Varsity Radio Hall of Fame. Coach with the Rams, Eagles, and Chiefs NFL inductee. Uh, got that gold jacket over the summer and a Super Bowl champ. Coach Vermeil, tell me what your philosophy was when it came to finding assistance and hiring. Uh, Matt Rule did a great job of hiring at Baylor. He's finishing out his staff now at Nebraska, and it's a lot of the same folks that helped him win at Temple. There's also a Baylor connection and maybe some Carolina connection. But uh, you've, you've had to do it. Uh, you've had to bring people in to work with you and work for you. Uh, what are some key traits you need with guys uh, on that football staff? Well, in, in college football, I think it's slightly different than it is in pro football. You need some real fine technical football coaches on every staff. But on the college staff, you also need some real great recruiters. And some guys are just better at it than others. And uh, I, I remember Pepper Rogers telling me a long time ago, and I thought he was a good coach and a real character, real football personality. And he said to me, you know, I only need a few real coaches. What I need is a lot of recruiters. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I, 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 and Nebraska is just it's a, a great football state. But you can't lose a great player in Nebraska to Ohio State or to Michigan or to Iowa or to Wisconsin and still be a successful program because you can't get everybody out of Southern California or other states that have great play players to come to Nebraska anymore. Everybody's done such an intense job in recruiting these kids and showing off the facilities. No, I haven't been to Nebraska in a long time, but I know they have good facilities. Yeah, you know, I was at Clemson two weeks ago to watch them play and see their football program and their facilities. They're second to nobody's. I mean, it is absolutely unbelievable facilities and a major factor in recruiting positively. So, uh, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for Nebraska. It's going to be tough because they've got to beat, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, who are consistently going to be deeper and, and maybe have a few more what you call really blue-chip players. And uh, But if there's anybody can do it, like I thought Scott could do it, I really did. And I still believe he's a fine football coach. Yeah, but uh, Matt Rule 
has a little more exposure now. He's been in the NFL. I guarantee you he learned a lot about coaching football in the NFL, okay, because there's no such thing as a bad team. <laughs> yeah. or no such light schedule or anything like that. Everybody's good. Everybody has good players, similar to, in a way, the Big Ten is. But uh, I, I think Matt uh, could add a degree of uh, scheme, things he learned uh, in the NFL from the other great coaches. You know, all, all coaches steal from the other guy. It's a copycat <laughs> game. You know? And uh, I think he'll add that. And there's no substitute for his wisdom and experience. And, you know, he'll do some things better than he did him in Carolina because he recognized it didn't work in Carolina. Then he'll find a better way to do it. And he'll go back to some of the things he's done in Baylor that were extremely successful that will help him there that maybe not as effective in Carolina, you know. So I'm, I'm anxious. I'm interested, very interested in seeing how it goes. But it'll take some time. It'll take some time. Coach Dick Vermeil's with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska's hire of Matt Rule. And, Coach, you talked about learning lessons from the NFL. And I'm going to turn this back to your career just briefly as Whenever Matt Roll took the stage on Monday and, and with his introductory press conference, he really captured the room. Seems like he's a very gifted communicator, and uh, part of that seems like it stems from his father, who was a, a minister, and uh, he really seems like a minister when he's up there. But he captured the room, and I want to ask you, you're a guy who, who took a, a hiatus from your coaching career in order to get into broadcasting and learn the ropes of communication a little bit. So I, I want to get your take on just the importance of effective communication as, as a head coach, how can it help you? Or I guess on the flip side, how can it hurt you? What, what did you learn from your broadcasting career and, and taking it back into coaching? Well, what I, the number one thing I learned, because I was on everybody else's practice field, including Nebraska's and Bill Snyder's at Kansas State, uh, Tom Coughlin at Boston College, the great coaches, you know, all around the, the Big Ten, all around the United States. I learned from watching them practice. You know, and nobody ran a better football practice than they did at Nebraska in those days, you know. But you, you learn, and you, you talk to coaches, you talk to people, and you say to yourself, you know, I think these things I was doing when I was coaching are better than this, but there's a lot of things they're doing here that was better than the way I was doing it. So uh, the more experience you have, the more opportunities you have to grow. As long as ego doesn't get involved you always got to say uh, it's my way or the highway, uh, and I'm the only one who knows how to do it. You know? <laughs> Take that attitude, you're going to get beat. I learned so much from coaches that, I, that were great coaches just by watching them in the NFL as well. So uh, I think uh, Matt will bring some of that NFL experience to him because he coached against the great coaches, and I'm sure he learned a lot, a lot of to-dos and a lot of not-to-dos. He always do. Dick Vermeils with us here on Hale Varsity Radio, Hall of Fame coach. Coach, going to switch it to, to one of our favorites. We love having him on and, and getting a chance to see him, Grant Wistrom. Uh, you drafted Grant. You guys went to Super Bowls. You won a Super Bowl. You're one of his favorites, absolutely. He was smiling when we talked to him with your Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame induction. And Tell us a little bit about your relationship with Grant. Well, you know, I had the opportunity to broadcast a number of Nebraska games all through his career with Brent Musburger. And I just admired how he played the game. And I recognized when I had an opportunity later in my pro, coming back into pro football, 
I, you know, I like building a football team with deep character. And now it has to be backed by talent. But there was no question in my mind in my second year there in the draft that I was going to draft Grant Wisdom if somebody didn't before me. Because I wanted him to be an integral part of rebuilding. Because he's, in a, he's a guy that can affect, infect your other players with his, just by his example let alone his ability to play. He was a little bit undersized, but it didn't matter to me. And I passed up a couple of guys that are going in the NFL Hall of Fame to draft him because I believe so much in him. And uh, I say to myself today, I've made a hell of a good decision. I, I wouldn't trade him for anybody because his contribution would go deeper than just how he played the game. It's how he practiced, how he came to meeting rooms, how he... Yeah, his own temperament, and how bright he was as well. So I know I love the guy. I just he's one of my all-time favorite guys. Dick Vermeil, Hall of Famer, with his thoughts on uh, his relationship with Matt Rule and uh, his time with Grant Wistrom. Coach, it was awesome to, to spend time with you. Thanks for giving us a few minutes today. All right, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Take care. <laughs> 